Gorilla Healer presents Farms Not Farms podcast, season two, sponsored by BuildTheSoil.com. Hold up. Wait. We want to thank you for listening to the Farms Not Farms podcast presented by Gorilla Healer by giving you a 20% off discount code to GorillaHealer.org. Use code SEASON2 when you check out at GorillaHealer.org of any item not currently on sale. And also, be sure to check out BuildTheSoil.com, our Farms Not Farms podcast sponsor, for all of your organic soil amendment needs. BuildTheSoil.com, the Internet's number one spot for your organic soil amendments. Back to the podcast. Hey, hey. Hey, man, thank you so much for having me on today. I really do appreciate it. It's good to be here. Yeah, man. Welcome to the Farms Not Farms podcast. Awesome. And, uh, <laughs> if you would be so kind just to take a moment to introduce yourself, and then we'll get right into it. All right. So, hey, hello, everybody. My name is Chad Schwartz, and right now I'm in the process of building an Earthship, which is a fully autonomous off-grid home here in Acapulco, Mexico. And it's a fully autonomous home that we're building here, and it's part of the Anarchapulco Conference, and we're building it for charity. The profits are going to go to um, help fund the local orphanage to give them some extra money. So we're just kind of practicing getting our off-grid skills going here and doing this charitable project as well. I've always been very interested in off-grid Autonomy, it started years ago. I learned some survivalism, survivalism skills and some off-grid prepping stuff. And that led me to this Earthship stuff, which is um, much better than on-grid or survivalist stuff. Um, they're just the way of the future. So that's Sweet. me. Sweet. So where, where are you from? I'm from New Jersey originally, but um, I left the Northeast a long time ago. So um, I live a nomadic life these days. I teach English on the computer and I live... I used to live a nomadic life, but yeah, left New Jersey a while ago. For sure. And so what, what, um, you know, for everybody just tuning in, we are uh, bringing Chad Schwartz on the show today to discuss his project that he's um, leading the way for. It's not just his project. It's a project that the community down in Acapulco is banding together to get behind because it has, it's a great cause. And so I, I want us to shed some light on this today so that viewers will have uh, inspiration to consider supporting this cause because I believe in it and uh, I'm supporting it as well. And we'll do that today all together. And so, um, yeah, what, what inspired you to get into Earthships and to uh, start with this project there in Acapulco? Wow, that's a um... question. Uh, yeah, what what inspired me started a long time ago. You probably remember like the 2008 financial crisis, what happened back then, like the economy was just getting worse and worse. So at that time, I got into prepping survivalism because it seemed like that was how bad things were getting. And so I joined a survivalist group in the Philadelphia area. Um, I learned a lot of incredible stuff there. 
And so I was in that group. And while we were learning all this off-grid prepping stuff, somebody mentioned to me, we were at a party and somebody mentioned, oh yeah, they're building these fully off-grid autonomous homes, these beautiful homes out there in the desert in New Mexico. And I said, oh, tell me more about that. I was really psyched. I was That really caught my attention. And they said, oh, they're called Earthships. And I went home and researched them. So ever since then, it's something I've been wanting to do. That was damn near a decade ago. Yeah, almost almost 10 years ago now. It's 2021. So, um, and yeah, it took me a long time to do it, right? Because you can't just up and go build an off-grid home or up and go learn how to do it. It's, it's a long process. You got to save money. So I had to save up money. I did an internship at the Earthship community in New Mexico. And it was just a goal of mine for years and years. It was like this itch that I had. I'm like, man, I hope I can build one someday. And then lo and behold, COVID happens and I don't really have a choice. I'm not going anywhere. So, um, and I did the online Earthship Academy. They offered it online because of COVID. They said, all right, we don't want to do this online thing, but we have to because of COVID. So I did the online Earthship Academy and that was here about a year ago. And after that, after you do their academy, you like you learn their books and take their tests, you still have to get the hands-on experience. And as part of their training, they say you have to do a charitable build, a build for charity, if you want to get certified with us. And then Anarchapoco, they do a charity as well. So I said, wait a minute, I'm here in Acapulco. They do a charity and I need to do a charity for an Earthship thing. So the Anarchapoco conference, I got in touch with them and then we hooked up and it was just a perfect fit. Like my requirements for Earthship Biotexture fits their charity needs as well. So it's been a merger, Anarchapoco and Earthship Biotexture. And a quick blurb for Anarchapoco, people that don't know about it. Oh, oh, Anarchapoco, sorry about that. Anarchapoco is a conference that they have once a year, a year here in Acapulco, Mexico. And it started off as very small, it got very big. Um, it's all about um, decentralization, people who don't want to be uh, owned by the system, right? People who want to start operating outside the system. So it's a lot of crypto people, cryptocurrency, people trying to decentralize money, a lot of health and wellness people, a lot of people who are worried about like police and military. So they, um, instead of having a police and military force, some people are like saying, hey, let's have self-defense and um, problem de-escalation training to like, you know, how to manage our own society without needing these police to tell us what to do. So there's a lot of that at Anarchapoco. Um, people like Ron Paul have spoken there. It's, it's an incredible conference. It's, I, I, I'm really, I still can't believe that I spoke there last year. I still, I'm like, did I really do that? I don't know. Like um, it was a dream come true, but uh, it's a really great conference. Um, and this year they still had it because of COVID. They were supposed to, they thought they were going to cancel it, but they still ended up having a very small one um, at a small resort here in Mexico in Acapulco. I'll show you some pictures soon, but that's the same place where we're building the Earthship. It's the same resort where we had at the Anarchapulco conference. Nice. I've actually been there on the ground and it's definitely a great place. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely really, really special over there, actually. And for anybody who ever gets to go to Acapulco, it's definitely um, a an amazing place to eat. Uh, the the grounds where the Earthship is, there's a restaurant behind it that basically owns the land. We could talk about that in a moment. And the Earthship itself is um, it's it's a sight to be seen, and especially the plans for it. So we're gonna we're gonna get into that too. Um, and shout out to Anacapuco. Shout out to Busi B. 
who brought me down there, who's been trying to bring me down there for the past four years. I finally went this year and he named Anacapuco as well. Shout out to all the people involved. And we, you look like you want to say something, please. Oh, I thought you, you said Bruce, right? Bruce is the one that brought you down there. All right. Yeah, I do know Bruce. Pretty cool guy. I went surfing with him a long time ago, like a year ago um, at the first time I came to Anacapuco. Really cool guy. First time I ever surfed was because of Bruce. And it was an <laughs> hour before I hopped in the plane. Really happy I did it. And um, yeah, man, a huevo chingón. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, let's let's talk about the Earthship now. What's the what's what's the main benefit or benefits of an Earthship versus let's just say a tiny home or or any other options? And why do this there? Wow, what are the benefits? Um, it's actually endless benefits because like a tiny house, you still need to. Um, get water brought to you. You still need to have electricity brought to you. You still have to deal with waste and sewage, right? What are you going to do with all your wastewater? How are you going to deal with that? Earthships are, to my knowledge, they are the most efficient systems for incorporating all of that stuff. Um, Earthships are very permanent things. You can't move them around. They're very strong structural things. I'll explain that because we just had a magnitude seven earthquake here in Mexico and our build, our earthship held up fine. Other new buildings around us had cracks and stuff. But um, I just mentioned that because they're very strong, solid structures that can't be moved. I know Tiny a lot of people there that have uh, sustained damage to their homes or to, you know, different buildings. And so it's really, really uh, amazing that the earthship has not sustained any damage. We made so many mistakes doing this. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm screwing this building up. We're not doing this right. But once I saw the earthquake in the morning, the Earthship in the morning after the earthquake, I inspected it. I'm like, wow, we did something right. And the new buildings built by professional builders right next to us had cracks in it. So I said, damn, there's something powerful to this. So, um, so can, you get in, yeah, go ahead. can you get into the systems a little bit that you just listed off and how this might be better? Like, what, what, How does that apply? Uh, would you like me to show me show you some pictures? Because a picture says a thousand words and I can go from there. Beautiful. Yeah, let's get into it. Nice, nice. Let me see if I can share my screen with you. Uh, it says it's disabled, so you might have to uh, enable it. I will do that. And for anybody who's listening on the audio, you can always go to youtube.com slash burntmd, B-U-R-N-T-M-D, and check out all the episodes that are here on uh, video so that you can uh, tune into these, I guess you can say... Um, scenes or behind the scenes as well so let's let's uh so yeah i'll do an extra good job of describing the pictures just so that way all the people listening can get a good um a good, does that uh, enable your yes your let's hear and the people listening um i just created a new youtube channel and my youtube channel i'm going to be uploading all of the videos and images from the build i want everyone to be able to duplicate this if they awesome. want so my youtube channel is Trivium Autonomy, T-R-I-V-I-U-M space A-U-T-O-N-O-M-E-Y, Trivium Autonomy. And I'm basically going to be uploading all the videos on how to build an Earthship and these systems. So check out that YouTube channel if you're listening. And um, it's going to be a great educational tool for off-grid instructions. Um, so let me see. This is the first picture here. It's not the most recent picture of the Earthship, but um, pretty good. Um, as you can see, we have the solar panels on the side. So yeah, a big part of Earthships, we um, 
it's very rare these days that you can have a fully autonomous home. Some people say it can't be done, but it totally can be done if you know what you're doing. So we have our two panels here. We're going to add more, but this gives you your base electricity, right? Your your lights, you can charge up your phone, you can pump some water. Your How many amps you got there? Um, they're 270 a piece. So that's 540. I'm sorry, those are watts, 540 yeah. watt hours. Um, that's what we got there. We have another 100 watt um, panel and another 68 um, uh, watt hour panel too. So um, I'll show you those. Um, and you can see the, the line runs into the house. Uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, let me get into, uh, so that's the, that's with the electric, electric system. I'll give you a quick rundown. I'll keep it simple. So once the electricity goes from the panel into the house, this image you see, we see three devices here. Um, one is just a, a switch on and off. And now this white box here, this is, um, this is called a charge controller. And uh, I'll zoom in on that in a second, but this allows you to manage, you're getting the energy from the solar panels and you're sending it to your batteries or your lights or whatever. That's called a charge controller. And the, uh, the black box is an inverter because when you collect solar power, that's DC power from the sun. So the sun only gives you DC power, but you also need AC power for your home. This black box turns the DC power into AC power. Um, those are the panels right there. Earthships rely heavily on DC energy. Like most of the energy in everybody's home is AC, but if that inverter breaks, then you're in trouble. So Earthships, they have it set up in a way that you can just run off sunlight. That way you don't need so much equipment if you don't want to. So as I'm circling here, you plug in your solar panels right here, those wires, then you can run it to a battery. And also our water pump and one of our lights is powered just by DC power from the sun. Um, you can just plug the water pipe, uh, the water pump right into there, and that goes from there. So even if we lose our batteries, we have no batteries, no inverter, we can still pump water and have um, have some basic power for lights. So right off the bat, the solar panels and this uh, solar charge controller are, as well as the simple electric. Uh, switch and then that converter what would be the cost for this setup right here mm -hmm. is that um in the united states it's gonna i i really don't know how much it's gonna cost in the u.s because of the cost of living in mexico our panels cost us about 300 u.s dollars for those panels i believe each about or total i think total because i my, my, my friend mike who runs the website he's donating he bought those panels um, shout out. Here. Let's let's shout out Mike as well and take a moment to just yeah. To Mike Keeley at divs.io. We're going to be talking about him in a minute. We're going to be calling this house Casa de Divs because in Mexico you name your house. So we're named Casa de Divs.io because we said, hey, we're getting sponsorship from a crypto company. Let's try to bring in some crypto and let's see if we can both win together. So I'm winning because I'm getting money to build my Earthship, and then he's going to win because everybody who stays there, everyone who hears about this Earthship is going to hear about his business. So if you're into crypto decentralization, please use divs.io for crypto exchanges because the profits that Mike makes is what allows him to donate to Earthships and other philanthropy. So if you're Other philanthropy like the Turtle Dream Team that we're donating to the camp. To, uh, to the Turtle Sanctuary in Acapulco as well. We just donated over $3,000 yeah. 
And so shout out to everybody involved in that, Mike, Jim, Yuzha, all the people. And the thing is, these days with uh, the way the Internet's working and the way we can all work together, it's not a zero sum game, right, where you just donate to charity and then you never hear about it again. Like we like uh, we can get people to donate to us like small businesses and then we can promote them in turn with our publicity and stuff like that. So everybody's winning, man. So if you're. If you're just going to do any crypto exchanges, it doesn't matter, big or small. If you do it at divs.io, you're allowing us to make the money, which allows us to build Earthship. So it's all decentralization. It's this very big nebulous sort of give and take sort of thing. All right. So since we're talking about money, let's just let's just get right into the Marsh home and discuss what what this is all about. And, you know, we haven't yet gone back to um, or. Uh, how much the rest of that system costs. I believe you said $300 for the solar panels. I don't know what the rest of it costs, but maybe you can finish that off and then let's get into the Marsh home. Yep, absolutely. I think I do have the listing right here. Let me just have a quick look. Um, I did have uh, the exact cost of everything like that. Let's go back to that here. Um, I think this charge control was about, I'm, I'm going to Mexican pesos. So this charge controller was 2000 Mexican pesos. 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Um, and the inverter was um, 3,000 pesos. So we got about 550 bucks more yeah. or less for this set. Maybe, maybe 600 or maybe 700 with the, uh, the, the switch, the controller and the setup. And if you have somebody professional know what they're doing. So somewhere around there. Yep. Ballpark of let's say 500 to a thousand bucks, you could get something similar in Mexico. Um, but I have no idea what, I've, I've been away from the U S for so long. I could, a lot of people want to know in U S dollars and, um, yeah, at the end of the bill, we're doing a full cost breakdown and see how we can save money and all that stuff. But um, on my YouTube channel, stay tuned, and it's gonna have a, we're gonna have show the receipts of everything. I do have the receipts, just not on me right now. But <laughs> I want to see those receipts right now. <laughs> I've got them in my phone and everything like that. Actually, uh, if you can humor me just a second, the guy who installed this his name is Vic, son Vic. Um, I will sh uh, I'll, I'll show that one later in a minute. He is a really cool guy. He's Mexican from Acapulco. He speaks absolutely perfect English and he's really into off-grid stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, if you're in the Acapulco area and you want solar, uh, message me. I'll put you in touch with Sun Vic. Really, really smart, cool guy wow. who's um, really very, very helpful. Per like I said, perfect English. He's happy to help foreigners. Um, and I'm just pulling up. He sent me the messaging for the price of everything a while ago. Um, and yeah, a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people. Want All right, so here we go. Um, yeah, just once. So the inverter. Oh, man. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, he, he did send me the receipt. Um, okay. one. I, was, I was only kidding. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no. I I, I want to know because I want to tell the audience. If you come to my YouTube channel, I'll put the I will put the receipts and the um, links to where you can buy that. Because on my YouTube channel and on my website, in the future, I'm going to put links to where you can buy this stuff for a low price and get good quality stuff. So I'm going to be you know affiliate oh, link promotion. If you haven't already thought of this, allow me to to just recommend a consideration. Yes, I'm listening. Put put together a short video, make less than ten minutes. How to build an Earth ship, you know, for low cost or whatever you call it. That will be great. It will be helpful for so many people. And then I'll help put that out there as well. 
and I'm sure it'll go viral. So, and, and there's probably videos out there as well, but the way you're doing it, the way you're learning, you show what you're learning and all this good stuff, you know, it'll, it'll be valuable. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Um, I am doing that at the process and for a low cost, that's what I want to do because people are just in so much, they're in dire straits financially and, um, we really need to find a way to do this affordably. So actually what I'm going to start putting out there is a way to do these systems without building an earthship, right? So if you have a garden, I'll show you how to do a rainwater catchment system, how to set up a small panel to uh, pump water. Um, I want to be able to have people use these systems without spending all the time and money on an earthship. So these systems are- You said a rain wall, right? Rainwater catchment system. Rainwater catchment system. Sweet. I'm glad that we went back to that. Thank you. And I'll be showing. Let's just yeah, be, not under those good, fat, juicy chemtrails while we're collecting. <laughs> collecting yeah, so they can they can get you anyway. But you get a reverse reverse osmosis filter on there. You'll you'll it's the best you can best you can do, right? You'll filter that stuff out. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so hey, here we are. Let's get into the Marshall and these beautiful, um, you know, children and this beautiful woman that takes care of it. And, and I guess we can say the 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 reason why the earthship is going to be functioning right so uh if you will be so kind okay so we're finding a way to make this marketable so the earthship as soon as we're done it immediately hopefully within the next couple of weeks it's going to go on airbnb because there's so many tourists coming through acapulco it's a big tourist hub and so we're going to advertise this as like an earthship you know um it should be pretty alluring to people that they're going to say, oh, wow, I want to stay in an earthship and see how the systems work. So it's going to be an Airbnb. Um, it's going to be pretty, it's a, going to be a very nice house to stay on Airbnb. And you're going to learn a lot if you stay there. And um, the profits are going to be donated to the, the Marsh House. Um, when somebody gives us money for a night at the, at the Airbnb, we're going to use a little bit of that money to upgrade the earthship and maintain and clean the place. But uh, by and large, the, all the profits will go to... Um, these kids and basically Hovita, the woman who takes care of these kids will tell you they just need money for food because um they they have times where they're they're waiting around to um uh feed all the kids in the afternoon so they they always find a way to get by but yeah our money is the money that we make from the airbnb the earthship is going to be to provide food for these kids and stuff like that Hovita is amazing i had the pleasure thanks to danny and jean to uh, invite me to go to the Marsh family home and perform, you know, rap for the kids. And uh, they were actually bringing a trampoline for the kids that day. And uh, a friend uh, brought, we cooked hamburgers and hot dogs. And, um, you know, the kids rarely ever eat meat. And uh, I actually have pictures as well that I'll put up at, at different times because I, I don't have, I know, Ever the more, Elias Clay came and she rapped for the kids and put on a spectacular show. In fact, she got she speaks great Spanish and got some of the kids to come up and and uh, or inspired some of the kids to come up and rap themselves and even shot a music video for one of the girls the next day who's now a rapper because she has her own music video and um, you know. But Jovita told me this story and perhaps you have your own stories about her. Though the the Marsh family home is really really special to me, and the fact that your your Earthship is going to be helping feed these children, these children, they're so 
amazing. They come from different areas in Mexico and they, uh, some, a lot of them come from mountain uh, tribe that don't even speak Spanish. And they come to this woman, they, their parents, or if maybe they don't have parents, but they usually get sent to this woman so that she provides them opportunity in schooling and, and community and teaching them and, and putting basically in her work. Uh-oh, I hope I didn't lose you. Absolutely. So, yeah, she, uh, the woman who runs the Marsh home, this sweet little old lady, and she, she told me, she said that the, the state's uh, home for her children came to her and said, hey, we have like 50 people that work for us that are in this home and we can't control the, the children. And here you have over 50 children and just you. And you, the children are under control. How do you do it? And she said, we have God here. You need more God there. <laughs> and I was like, wow, she's, she's hilarious. And she told me this story how, you know, she loves the children so much. And when they don't have enough food, they pray. They all get together and they pray. And I saw it because no, they don't eat until everybody's there together and they pray together. And that's really, they're not like fighting and they're just really all nice to each other. It's really beautiful. And, you know, I'm sure it's not perfect. But at least what, what I got to see, everybody cared about each other in some way, shape, or form. And, uh, and she told me this story that she was really tired. and she, she was so tired. And she asked some of the children to make a sign for her door. And she said, put on, this, put on the sign, please, don't, don't knock. And, uh, and she needed to take a rest. And so she said she finally laid down and... And all of a sudden, she heard all this commotion. She opened her eyes, and she sees all of the children all around her, standing around her. And she says, oh, my loves, I know some of you can't read, but some of you can. Did you see the sign? And they said, yes, of course, but we did not knock. <laughs> and she said, okay, well, what would you like? And they said, oh, nothing. We just all wanted to give you a kiss and tell, tell you to have a good rest. And so she said she started crying and they all gave her a kiss and then left. I'd left her by herself to go to sleep and she just laid there praying, thanking God and crying. And that, that to me told, told the story of her heart, you know, and why she does what she does. And she was an orphan herself and grew up in the home, was raised by good people. And then the Marsh family ended up donating this place to her and uh, just really an amazing story. She does a great job and so worth supporting. And well, I just wanted to share that. That's a great story. I actually did. Um, she didn't tell me that one. That's a really nice one, man. And now um, we did get cut off for a minute. And I was kind of rambling for a little bit while you were gone. But then I stopped. <laughs> um, I, I was telling the audience, I don't know if you're going to edit that out or whatever, but I was just telling the audience, a lot of these kids are not even straight up orphans. They're just kids. The parents can't feed them. They're like, they're like, we got no food here. We got nothing. And all they have to do is call Povita. She will come collect them, pick them up, bring them to the orphanage, and they can at least start to get an education, have something to eat. Um, and she's hilarious. Cause um, cause you know, I'm an anarchist and everyone's like, Oh, the government's going to save us. We just need more money from the government. I told her that I said, doesn't the government help you like provide food? She says, no, they do nothing. You know? Um, 
And, um, and then she even, um, she even said that she said, God is the boss. God is in charge. She said like the politicians, the government, they're not in charge. She said, God's going to help us. So I said, yeah. knock on. Um, and you're right. They're, they're incredibly well-behaved. As you can see, these are like teenage boys. And now sometimes you might think a group of teenage boys would be very difficult to teach or control, but these guys were like stone cold, quiet, respectful, listening to everything I had to say, just super like well-behaved, like young guys, like really, really cool. Um, and when we began the build, I said, I'm going to teach these kids everything about how to build an earthship. Um, we had a problem because there was so much chaos on the build site, right? They, they were there like in the beginning, middle, and a little bit, like they've been on and off. I've been disappointed because I haven't been able to have them there every day, but I had an even better idea because once the building is finished, then we can have proper classes on earthship systems, right? I won't yeah, be hectic yeah. trying to build something and teach them at the same time because that's too much messing around. Now that we've got it built, we can teach them how the solar works. We can teach them how the gray water botanical cells work. Um, so it's going to be an ongoing workshop. It could be like a little classroom for, for these kids. So um, they're going to know how to, they're going to know how earthships work. So I, don't, I can't do anything more for you. So nice. Um, so yeah, uh, we have had them there. I've been teaching them. And once we're done building, I'll teach them even more stuff once we have the systems all there. So very cool, man. Um, uh, so yeah, we taught them how to pound tires. Now these tires, the people who run Secret Garden, it's a pretty nice, like classy kind of place. They were not happy when we started building with tires. They were like, what is this weird stuff you guys are building with? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and and like it was, it got, it became an issue. They weren't happy that we were building with tires on their land, but they, they let it go. They said, okay, you can do your thing there. And the last couple of months we've had, like they've been building other like nice buildings around us, professional builders. And like I said, their buildings cracked and ours is fine. So they're kind of secret garden. The people that run the place are like, Oh, wait a minute, his building, there was nothing wrong with it during the earthquake. So that's a big, um, a big shift in their, their, um, and the story with the pounding with tires. So I just wanted to put that story in there. And for everybody that that um, wants to perhaps know a little bit more about what Secret Garden is, that is the restaurant that owns the land that the Earthship is on. They donated the land for the Earthship to be built there. And their restaurant is, is really um, well known. It's a great place to be. And it's a lot of amazing art and just the the feel there is really special and um, they have a whole bunch of different areas, really good food, great service. So definitely if you're ever in Acapulco, go to the secret garden. It's well known and you'll know why. And check it's out the Earthship while you're there, of course. And perhaps even when it's ready, book the Airbnb and have your own experience, you know? These images are of Secret Garden. This is actually where the Anarchapoco, this is where I gave my presentation at Anarchapoco was up at Secret Garden here. Like you said, beautiful, beautiful place. I'm just showing the people some uh, images. And it's like a really, like a garden club slash spa slash resort. Really beautiful, very natural, organic type of place. As you saw too, when, when you're down there, it's called Jardin Secreto. So Secret Garden is what we would say if we speak English. The Jardin Secreto is, is how it's known there. So that's, that's the easiest way you'll be able to find directions unless, of course, you, can, you, uh, it's, you have your translating going good. Jardin Secreto. Yeah, really great people. And they've got a lot of interesting, like, 
buildings, like they're very artistic and creative with their buildings. They have like an earth bag house, um, really organic architecture stuff. So I've got a lot of great ideas just from being there. I'm like, what should I do for my building? I would just walk around Secret Garden and say, oh, wait, I can do that kind of roof or whatever. So lots of good vibes and good inspiration there. Incredible place. So building the airship there, it's absolutely perfect. It's more than I could have ever asked for. It was a knockout, great decision to, um, uh, great decision to start uh, building there. And they have a cool market, I believe, on Sundays that has local artisans come out and, and vend. Definitely awesome to check out, as well as uh, one of our friends bought a piece of art that was just hanging on the wall there because their artwork is incredible. And, uh, you know, so you can consider that too. If you like something, they might actually let you go home. Um. And this picture here, uh, we have our regular solar setup. This is a really cool one. It's called a Jackery. It's only 68, it's only a 68 watt uh, panel and this small, but it's got this small little thing. It's like the size of a very small cooler. It's basically a generator and a battery mixed into one. So you can have fully off grid AC power on the go. It's great for a bug out bag or for camping or whatever. So we're gonna have one of these in the Earthship just to show people you don't have to have this fixed system this has everything you need you can plug your usb right into it plug your um outlet into it it's perfect very cheap this was like oh man 300 or 400 dollars very cheap very inexpensive oh. yeah very low cost I, I i bought this a long time ago so i forget the exact price but very low cost and great and way to start it's all called the jackery that's how you would find this system jackery it's a pretty well-known company in the solar world jackery solar yep so if you've got a tiny house or a mobile home or something like that, this is a very useful thing or just anybody because we lost our power during the earthquake and during the hurricanes. So if you have this fully charged up and ready to go, you're still um, you're still good there. I hear you still have an earthquakes today. I just had one an hour before them before our meeting here. It was yeah. it was a very fast one. I just kind of got jolted. It was like a quick boom, like getting pushed. Um, but, and so if, uh, if this does go out, it's probably just the power. Don't worry, but we've, we've got quite a lot of aftershocks going on here. So what can you do? <laughs> I'm glad you're safe and sound and able to broadcast these messages. I, I appreciate that, man. I'm glad of it too. So, but yeah, the fact like, I'm just buzzing that this was a seven magnitude earthquake in my new building that I've never built anything before. My building was a-okay. I'm just like, wow, that's a really fortuitous sign right there. So oh yeah, that's amazing. You know? And Bonfield lost electricity. Our earthship was the only place in Bonfield that had electricity for one morning. I was like, damn, we achieved something here. So that's um, amazing. And that's because of the solar storage. Yep, uh, exactly. Our solar storage. I, I actually, on my YouTube channel, I just put an update video. It's just a two-minute video saying, hey, the electricity is out. We had the earthquake last night, but our place is still up and running well. So. And you said for one morning. Is that because that's all it was needed to the power to come back on? Power came back on around lunchtime. Gotcha. So you think um, that it, it would have sustained then thereafter because you're off-grid? Yeah, we would have been fine as long as the sun's up. We're we're all good. Yeah, yeah, we, we we got we got it going on, man. The guy Victor really guy knows his stuff really well, man. Uh, yeah, and as you can see, our, our build site is still pretty messy. But we're like so we got sawdust and everything everywhere. But we can charge up our own power tools, our own phones right here. So um, it's all going very well. This orange line that you see up here, that's connected right to that those boxes we were looking at earlier. Those electrical boxes. 
this you don't even need a battery for as long as the sun's up hitting the panels this orange line runs to our water pump and we can pump water without any batteries or anything i'll show you that in the electrical system i'm just showing you what the place looks like we have a cool little loft a lot of organic architecture we're using bamboo palapas palapas means palm in spanish so we're using a lot of the palapa palm trees local um this is our, so I showed you that orange line runs directly to the electricity. This is our water pump. So we catch the rainwater and then pump it up to a big cistern. I'll show you that in a second. Nice. So this is just what it looks like. And yeah, we're covering up the wire with bamboo. Like I said, organic architecture. Um, just uh, run through some slides here. That guy, Jonathan, he's the guy helping us build this thing. Very talented builder. Um, that's them building. We had a flood from the hurricane, so we had to raise up our floor level. As you can see, we got inundated with water. That was a problem, but we just raised up our floor level and we're okay. And that's just the digger doing that. This is the other- Shout out to Jonathan for doing good work. Yeah, really, really great builder. So he'll, he'll be with us for a while. This is the building very close to us. This is an earth bag building that they're building very close to us. And everyone's telling us, they said, Chad, don't build with tires, build with an earth bag. I said, uh, I got to do this. I got to do with tires. I can't stop now. And their building cracked from the earthquake. I'm just showing this to show people the resiliency and importance of tire walls because their brand spanking new building cracked and the our tire walls, their floor cracked. Um, these are just the buildings around us like really well-built buildings their foundation is subsiding because of the earthquake um but i'm just showing you um the buildings around us so our building is a-okay the guys around us really got messed up from the earthquake so um and what what's the deal with the tires obviously you're explaining the the uh you know pro and con of the the structural damage here Though, you know, where does the tire thing come into play and how obviously the secret Hardin uh, Secreto was not necessarily into it because it might just, you know, initially be a turnoff and be like, oh, we have to use this, you know, toxic rubberous thing and bury it in the earth. I don't know. Like what, I, there must be some justification or rationalization that you're able to, to, to you know, um, relay that can help us understand it. Lots of them. The guy, Michael Reynolds, who invented Earthships, his original idea was he was looking at all the deforestation that's been going on over decades. And he said, well, we need wood to build houses. He said, well, why don't we use some other material, cans, bottles, recycled stuff. So tires, they're all over the world, right? You don't have to buy them. They're freaking everywhere. Um, they're ubiquitous. Anybody in the third world can go and grab tires and start building with them. You don't need to go to Home Depot and buy stuff. And they're extremely well-made, right? They're so durable. Think of how strong a tire needs to be to be on the road to hold up the weight of your car and never blow out. They're steel belted. So they're incredibly good building material. They're so strong. The, um, the rubber allows it to absorb shock, the steel belted frame. Uh, once you pound it with uh, you, you pound about 200 pounds worth of dirt into each tire. So that's a 200 pound brick and it's super heavy, but it's also got a bit of give to it, right? Because it's rubber. So if there's an earthquake, the shockwave is going to like go through it very gently. Unlike a, a block or a brick, which is so rigid, it's going to shatter. Uh, the tire is not going to shatter. It's just the, the, and it's round. So anything round, the shockwaves are just going to go right through it. Um, and they're incredibly durable, incredibly well-made. They're everywhere. Anybody can grab them and start using them because our garbage on this planet is just piling up and piling up. And what are we going to do with it? Well, it's perfectly safe to build homes with them. So 
repurposing is definitely a, a good way to, uh, you know, to, to have the recirculation of things to not make more trash or have to burn or, or I guess, uh, create more dumps though in this way. I, I do wonder how long, what, what's the, what's the, uh, the lifetime of a tire that's buried? Does it, does, it, does it get broken down easier? Do we have any? As far as we know, hundreds of years, thousands of years. Like when you look at these old things built by humans thousands of years ago, they're still standing. I have every reason to believe that earthships uh, a thousand years from now, the ones that have been built, they'll still be there. I, I can't say that because I've never done that experiment, but <laughs> century, centuries, if not millennia, because there are things built with just rocks that have lasted for a millennia. Um, also, it doesn't matter in Mexico because it's such a hot place, but dense mass stores heat. So tire walls store heat energy. It's very important. If you live in a place with a cold winter, Colorado, the tire wall, the sun enters your earthship and it hits the back wall and the, the tire wall, all that dense earth, it absorbs the heat. And then at nighttime, when the sun goes down and the temperature drop, the heat radiates out. So that's why you don't need electricity to power, sorry, to heat your home. If you have an earthship, you do not need fuel or electricity to heat your home. As long as the sun's up, the sun hits the wall, absorbs the heat, gives it away at nighttime. It's an incredibly powerful thing. It's called um, thermal mass heating. Um, so uh, like I said, you don't need any fuel, no electricity to heat your home if you're in an earthship. Sounds like a survivalist thing for sure, you know. And uh, I, you know, my mind goes to so many different things. One of them is, what about any off-gassing from the heat buildup in the in the rubber? You know, obviously, if you're freezing, you don't really care about that. You just want to get warm. Um, but uh, you know, I. I guess it's just personal preference as well. And there's obviously a lot of tires in the world. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, that's a totally valid question with off-gassing because if you get a new car tire, you smell it. You can smell the chemicals and stuff. But if you've ever, most people never paid attention, but a used car tire, the one that's already been used, it's been scientifically proven. They're perfectly safe because they've done the off-gas, the off-gassing when they're on the road because the weight of a car is pressing down on it and it's going circularly. All those chemicals are getting out, pushed out, pushed out because it's spinning and a cent centrifugal sort of motion. And there's been a lot of studies done and all the studies conclude that the off-gassing is done while it's on the road. If you've ever smelled a used car tire, one that's been sitting around for like whatever has been used and sitting around, those fumes are gone. And the tire wall is behind concrete, right? So just like a normal house, you have insulation, which could be toxic. You got paint, like there's toxic stuff in your home. Um, but Sometimes even the concrete. Yeah, right. Um, and tire walls, they're, 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 be, they're sealed behind concrete anyway. So the air cannot get through the concrete. So the off-gassing, there's no evidence that there's any problem with off-gassing. If there ever is, I'll be the first person to say it, but I haven't seen any proof of it. So, <laughs> For sure. So um, what other, uh, I remember you showing, or I, I remember seeing pictures maybe in the, in the group chat there's a telegram group chat about the earthship as well. I don't know if you want to uh, lend anybody into that, but I remember seeing pictures that showed what you want it to look like. And uh, perhaps when it looked a little cleaner, what the 
the sink area looked like, how the water flowed. Do you have any of that um, footage for us? I'll show them to you right now. Um, just a quick, I've got this picture right here. This is divs.io. If you're oh, into cool. crypto exchanges, you can see you can do Ethereum, whatever, um, Monero, Bitcoin. If you're doing any crypto exchanges, if you use this website, Mike's making the profits and those profits are what he uses to help build the Earthship. So if you're into decentralization, charity, all that stuff, very simple. Even if you don't have money to donate to us, you can still use this for your crypto exchange and everybody's winning. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, Mike is my good guy, just as somebody who knows him and has no agreement to promote his business whatsoever. I've seen him, his heart in action. And so I can back that up. Yep. I'm not working for Mike. Um, I'm not a crypto kind of guy. Like totally. He just came out of the blue and just started giving me money because he really believed in the Earthship. So I said, you've been supporting me. I will support you. Uh, so I tell everybody about his thing because we need to help each other. And I just wanted to say very quickly, because I have this JPEG up here. Um, we are struggling to finish. So if anybody out there is willing to donate, um, you can email me at chadwschwartz at gmail.com. Um, there's PayPal links. You can send the PayPal to teacherchatonline at gmail.com. I accept Monero and Bitcoin. If you want these links, go to my YouTube channel, Trivium Autonomy, and the videos have the money links. And if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you're going to get videos on how to build these off-grid systems so everybody wins. If you're interested in donating to me, just uh, message me. If you have Bitcoin and you're not 100% sure how to do it, if there's the address there, you can just copy and paste the address into your wallet when you're sending, and you'll be able to send him a donation for the Earthship. Or if there's a QR code, you can just you can just uh, copy yep. that as well. It'll take you right to it. So if you want those links, you can either message me at chadwschwartz at gmail.com or look to my YouTube channel. You'll find in the video descriptions, we have links there. So I just wanted to say that because I had this up here right now. And yeah. it's just a picture of me in the first course of tires. Um, so you mentioned, you just asked me about what are some nicer pictures, right? Not just the build site. Um, I'll show you this one. This here is called a botanical cell. We talked about gray water showers, um, earthships. What happens after you take a shower um, in a normal house, right? You take a shower and the water just goes down the drain and the government has to treat that and take care of it. However, gray water is still very useful for growing plants. You can go onto YouTube and just type in gray water planters and you'll see people all over the world using their laundry water, their shower water to water their gardens because a lot of people are turned off by it. They say, oh, that's kind of dirty water. Not true at all. Um, remember that humans and plants were designed to live with each other. We eat the stuff that falls off the plants. They eat the stuff that falls off us. So gray water is actually great for plants. It's very safe. Um, I really love the shrink that that image a little bit. It's kind of, it's, it's, uh, is that possible to what? Maybe shrink the image a little bit. It's, uh, Oh, that's a, yeah, this is as the, I'll go back to another one. Uh, all this is, is somebody taking a shower and then the, the water goes down the tube and the plant roots, um, absorb the water. Um, I'll check out some other pictures here. Nice. Um, and I just wanted to say, I, I listened to the last podcast that you had with Mars, which is Brigitte Mars, Brigitte Mars. And she, her, it's, it was so synchronistic because some of the stuff she said, I believe her words were that plants and animals or humans have a symbiosis. So like, it's perfectly natural for like 
plants to be like in close proximity to us, like using our gray water for them to get their nutrition. Um, so here um, I have a big insulation board where we put that up in the ceiling, but you take a shower here and then the water goes down to the other side into our botanical cell. I'm just gonna show you how that works. Um, so this white, actually, these guys just built this today. This white tube is the shower water. It comes into here and then you turn a valve. The valve, the pipe can either flow out of your house or if you turn the valve, it can go into your water planter system. And that's what we're doing here. This is called a botanical cell. And I'm just gonna click off of here. Uh, how it works, it works just like in the picture here. Um, so that your shower water or your used water enters your cell, your, it's basically an indoor garden and it's sloped downhill. So the water slowly goes downhill and the plant roots um, grab on the water. And then once it gets to the bottom part here, it goes through a peat moss filter and then you can recirculate it with an electric pump. You can send it back to go through the system again, or you can pump it out of the building. So this is how we're building it here. Cool. And you, you may notice um, the tile work. These were tiles that were going to be thrown out. And I said, wait a minute, we can still use them. So we use the broken tiles to um, line the botanical cell. And yeah, this box right here is where your plants are going to be. And the water from the shower is going to water the plants. And it ends up in this final box over here. And then it gets pumped and recirculated again. Awesome. And what kind All of right. plants would you would you consider growing while you're in there? Just like that's that a, you could use for salad or herbs or both? That's a great question because um, in my own house, when I build one someday, I'm going to be growing like, you know, tomatoes and all that stuff. We have two problems because it's an Airbnb. We don't know if there's going to be people there every day to take care of it. So we're going to start off with just some medicinal herbs, like just like aloe and lavender and some basic stuff. One, because it's basic. Two, we're also a little bit worried about pests, right? Mice and snakes. You have to be concerned about that when you're doing an indoor botanical cell. So we're just going to start off with some basic, basic plants to make the place smell good. And then once we get comfortable with the system, then we're going to be experimenting with the other vegetables and stuff. But yeah, if you have your own botanical cell, you can grow uh, banana trees, you can grow um, tomatoes, you can grow cucumbers, all kinds of very healthy, nutritious stuff, but we're sticking with medicinal stuff. Sweet. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be easy to grow some aloe, maybe some cactus. Yep, something something like that, absolutely. Um, and now the last thing here is uh, rainwater. We catch our own rainwater. We want to be off the system. Water is the most important thing, man. You can't live a day without water. And our water comes from the state and corporations, people we should not be trusting with our water supply. To me, I find it just horrifying that we live in this educated world and we like high tech educated world and we're still lost when it comes to our own water. We're still hopeless. If the powers that beast switch off the water supply, we're in trouble. And even if you're in a nice neighborhood or a nice city, a lot of those people still don't trust their water supply, right? Like the, if you're trusting your municipal water supply, you need a bit of a wake up call. So our water, we start right here. We've taken this structure down we're building it somewhere else but this is how it works we catch the rainwater with the plastic there run it into our gutter and we have a shot of the gutter right here uh let's see here um the water flows into the gutter and just flows downhill 
and then into our pipe right there. And then there's a scupper, which uh, it's, um, it's, it, uh, it's the primary filter. It's just gravel and river rocks and it collects the scum and stuff from the rainwater. And then inside it's- Inside of this pipe here? Yeah, inside that black uh, rubber lining, um, that's our primary filter to catch the sediment. And then after the sediment is removed, the water enters our cistern, that big cistern right there. Uh, okay, that's the scupper. So the rainwater enters into here, and then the heavy sediment goes to the bottom, and the clean water raises up and then enters into that little metal pipe right there that you see in the middle. Uh -huh. So um, that's the primary filter that we've got. That's our cistern that stores our rainwater. Um, we have an electric pump. I showed you the electric pump a while ago. Um, we, we're going to change this around. Um, we actually, the takeoff point is down here now. We pump the water from the cistern up high. So we use this electric pump here. The water goes in this pump from the cistern into this pump, out of this hose, and into a into that black cistern and now it's full and very heavy then the water is gravity fed into the house so we don't need a pressure system it's just gravity pressure pushes the water into the shower into the um kitchen sink we we we're not doing this for drinking water yet we need to get a reverse osmosis filter but yeah here's our here's a here's another filter before it goes into our shower water um so yeah that's that's basically our water system right here so that's a, that's a good overall. We did a little bit of electricity, the gray water sewage, um, the rainwater catchment, and it's gonna be on Airbnb. Um, yeah, what else did I wanna show here? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the gist of it of how it works, right? So, um, and yeah, this, hopefully this is just the beginning. So this has been a, a really big struggle because um, I've um, spent a lot of time and money and so have a lot of people who've donated to me. And so this one is for charity. Um, in the future, we might do some for profit, right? If we can make money off of using it for Airbnb, maybe in some other city like Puerto Vallarta or somewhere, we might build another one for profit. If you're interested in investing in one for profit, you can message me and we can talk about that. But if you want to donate to this one for charity, we'd really appreciate it because we are going to finish soon, but we're struggling a bit hard. We're kind of uh, coming in for a rough landing here. Um, so how much How much do you got to call in in order to complete the project monetarily? Um, in order to finish up comfortably, at least a thousand US dollars. Um, now, it, it, it may be even a bit less because we can always do upgrades in the future, right? Like once the, once the place is on Airbnb, even if it's very simple, the pressure's off because it's already um, functional. But if people donate even more, then we can upgrade it, right? So we can have our bare minimum met, even if not, we're still gonna finish. But even if we get more received, any extra we receive is gonna make the place even nicer. Um, you know, another panel or another, part of the system to make it more impressive. So there's really no limit because, um, yeah, but I, in order to finish, I would say between 500 and a thousand US dollars, but that's just for a bare minimum of finishing. Wow, that's a lot less than I expected. I imagine that we'll be able to get that taken care of, um, you know, just from this episode alone. And, uh, you know, if anybody um, wants to uh, contact me about how to donate, 
obviously you already got the imaging from from Chad about where to send uh, you know information to him but you know I can always connect you as well and uh, tell you where to send money and you can always make it work however you need to get in touch with any of us in order to support this uh, this project here is there something else you want to show us uh, I just wanted to reiterate, um, it's all for charity and it's all above board, right? We're not some kind of big nebulous kind of um, charity, like you know what you're getting here. So if people donate to us, they're giving to this orphanage, they're helping us provide for this orphanage indefinitely. So once we're done, this is a perpetual thing that's going to be making money for them for a long time to come. So you're donating once, but then once this is built on Airbnb, it's going to be a perpetual thing. And also, if you donate, donate money and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Trivium Autonomy, then you're going to be getting rewarded because I spent thousands of dollars learning this stuff from Earthship Academy. You're going to be learning this stuff for free on my YouTube channel. So literally thousands of dollars worth of education and years of hard work that I spent to learn this stuff, I'm going to be teaching you for free. So if you donate and subscribe to Trivium Autonomy on YouTube, um, you'll be getting back information on how to build an off-grid autonomous home, which is worth its weight in gold. You can't put a price on that. To catch your own water, electricity, never pay a utility bill again, I can show you how to do that. And whether or not people donate, they'll still be able to go to your YouTube? Absolutely. Um, I am making a new website. Uh, I should have had that up and going, but I didn't. But the YouTube channel is fine. So they can... Like, for example, this one here that says earthquake test. We're not going to watch the whole video. I'm just going to show you. If you click on that video, you have um, my Monero address. Um, I just gave a rundown in this video about how the Earthship held up. So I got a Monero address, Bitcoin address, PayPal, GoFundMe. And if you don't use YouTube for whatever reason, you can message me at Chad W. Schwartz. I'll spell that C-H-A-D-W. S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z at gmail.com. Message me and I'll help you out with whatever links. Or if you just want information, man, if you don't have any money, I'm still happy to talk to you because I'll talk to anybody, right? Whether you want to learn something, know more, I'll talk to anybody. Just message me, any ideas, whatever. Awesome. Thank you for that. You know, this, there's a lot of people out here. I know that the homie Mike Word goes down to uh, New Mexico um, area to the Earthship. Um, builds and has a lot to do with that. I know a lot of other people that are into this kind of lifestyle because it's important that we have uh, real, you know, knowledge and about if we ever need to use it, or perhaps some of us just want to live that way. And so it's, uh, it's important that people like yourself are doing this, doing it for a great reason as well, and uh, willing to share what you're learning. So thank you for putting yourself out there this way. And thank you to everybody. Thank you to Mike and thank you to everybody who's involved in donating to this project. We know who you are. And uh, thank you for everybody to share, for sharing this, uh, this podcast so that more people could find out about this amazing Earthship, charitable Earthship project. And, uh, you know, um, yeah. So um, definitely remember always, um, that if you if you want to learn more, contact Chad Schwartz. The email is chadwschwartz at gmail.com. Chad, it can we uh, go back to the regular screen uh, for a moment? Um, wondering, you know, as you're going through this and 
going through life and and and, and what you're learning and, and putting it all together and figuring out you know where you needed the most and what you're doing what's the one thing that's always coming to your mind where you're like man i really just wish people knew this you know this is a great window to share to share that wow that's a that's a brilliant question right there's one thing that i could really get to people I'll just say the one first thing that's coming to my mind, I heard it many years ago when I was in the survivalist training groups and it hit me like a ton of bricks and I've never forgot it, forgotten it. Your basic resources, your survival, electricity, food, water, that is your responsibility and yours alone. We're all brought up to think, oh, the electric grid, the food store is always going to be there. The electric grid, the government's going to protect me. And that stuff, it's all there. But the, the, the truth of reality is it's entirely you as a free, autonomous individual. If you want freedom and autonomy, you have to learn this hard stuff, how to purify your water, collect it, have your own energy. You don't have to be a purist and go run off into the woods. But um, if you want your freedom and autonomy, you need to learn this stuff. And that's what pushes me every day because this has been very hard. It frustrated, but I keep doing this every day because I know in my heart that um, if we want to be free, autonomous individuals, we have to learn this stuff for ourselves, collect our own water, grow our own food. And you don't have to be in the countryside. You could be in the city and still use some of these principles. So that's what I'm doing. And I want everybody to understand that your autonomy is your responsibility and yours alone. And it's a beautiful thing. The time is right to start learning it because it's getting easier and easier every year. So if you're interested in that stuff, get in touch with me. I will be happy to teach you for free. If you have no money, I'm still happy to teach you. Um, just it's time to uh, evolve and grow. And that starts with our water, our electricity, and our food. We can't do anything else without that base stuff taken care of. Amazing. Well, thank you for uh, sharing the things that you're, that you care about and that have moved you, you know, because that's, that's, we learn, we learn from what we get, what we see and what we, uh, what we're interested in. So perhaps even if we just get to help one person, learn sovereignty and learn to, you know our own empowerment and to step into our power and learn more about how to take care of ourselves and in that way perhaps be a better be of service be, be a better service to the world or to others or to just one other person you know it's it we say just one person it could take to save the world so that's i agree 100 because like me like us we're like in our 30s and 40s or 50s whatever like we might achieve what we want to do but we might not but if we can struggle and get this information going and pass it on to the next people the next the kids growing up um then we have to then we are definitely obliged to do that so to me it's all about you know passing the buck on to the the new people um that are, that are coming into the uh, that are coming along and having to deal with this crazy world that the way it is so um, if we can help other people and spread it, um, spread the freedom and spread the autonomy and decentralization, that's what it's all about for me. So, for sure, that's uh, you know that's the kind of message that I love spreading, and I'm grateful for your time and for your work. And I'm going to personally donate to this cause, and I wanted to do it publicly so that you know um, people can join me in donating to this to this cause. And again, if you if you uh, if you need to know anything, you can contact um, any one of us. And of course, you can always uh, contact me at Farms Not Farms on Instagram or Gorilla Healer or you know help at GorillaHealer.org is an email address um, that anyone can ever contact if you want any information about anything that I know about how to help you or somebody else. You know, always willing to share that and. Um, 
definitely shout out to buildthesoil.com, the internet's number one spot for organic soil amendments. And if you're building an earthship, you might want to have an awesome garden around you. Even if you're not building an earthship, you want to have an awesome garden. You want to have living soil. You want to have organic plants and food. You might want to learn a bit about it. Go to youtube.com slash build the soil. They have incredible information there. Their Instagram is good information. Their website is great products. So check out buildthesoil.com. And of course, you can always subscribe to the Farms Not Farms podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And of course, at youtube.com. If you're watching, you already know this. If not, go to youtube.com slash burntmd to see this video and all the great pictures and, and uh, of the Earthship and the children at the Marsh home. And, uh, you know, just want to thank you for your time and your efforts and, and all of you for caring. That, that, that's what makes our world a better place, care and action. And um, so, as always, want to want to end on... Uh, I'm sharing the miracle of life with a deep breath on the count of three. One, two, three. Thank you all for your time. And uh, as always, be well. Thank you so much for everything you've done for me today. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much, bro. My pleasure, man. I, I'm grateful for what you're doing. I mean everything that I say. And uh, yeah, man, I definitely, definitely expect a donation to come through. And um, that's you know. re really incredible, man. Um, and what I can promise people back, like, this is not just you donating and the money, um, you never see it again. You will, you'll get back karma. Karma is definitely real. You'll get those good vibes back and you'll get back some education. So everybody's going to be winning here. So um, yeah, totally well worth it. But Burn, uh, really, I'm, I'm very, very psyched. It's really nice, you know, meeting you formally and talking to you like this. And I love your channel. Um, I love all your other videos. I've watched them. Uh, I think it's absolutely beautiful what you're doing. So thank you very much. I'm honored to be here on your, that you had me on here today. Thank you, bro. Well, I look forward to talking more with you. And I'm glad we got to finally do it and do it in a good way so we can share what we learn from each other and uh, or at least what I'm learning from you about this to, to everybody who wants to learn with me. And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate love. Right on, man. Right on. All right, bro. Hit me up anytime, man. If you want to have, have me back on here, I'll come on here every day if you want me back. Whenever whenever is good for you, man. I'll be the co-host. Thank you for listening to the Farms Not Farms podcast, brought to you by Gorilla Healer. If you want to watch the full episode, plus behind-the-scenes footage, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash burntmd. And subscribe to the Farms Not Farms podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, buildasoil.com, for all of your organic soil amendment needs. As always, be well.